Hare Krishna, Jaya Radha, Marva Kunja Vihari, Jaya Radha, Marva Kunja Vihari, Jaya Gopi Janavalava, Girivada Dari, Jaya Gopi Janavalava, Girivada Dari, Yashorananda, Braja Janananda, Yashorananda, Braja Janananda, Yashorananda, Braja Janananda, Yashorananda, Braja Janananda, Damona Tira on a chari. Damona Tira on a chari. Jayara Madhava Kunjavi Hari.
Welcome to Thursday morning Srimad Bhagavatam class. Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 1. Chapter 13, text number 27. It's not on the board. Oh, excuse me. 26. It is on the board. Thanks for tuning in. Anybody that's listening online or through some IT, thank you for tuning in. We appreciate everybody listening in. Yes, the verse is 26 today. Thank you, Premacharu Prabhu. So it is on the board. We can read it. Gatasvatam imam deham Virakto mukta bandhanaha Avijnata gatir jayat Savadira udarataha Tasvatam nimam deham Virakto mukta bandhanaha Avidnata gatir yahya jaya Savadira udartaha Gatas fartam imam deham Virakto mukta bandhanaha Avijnata gatir jayat Savaidira udarataha Word for word, gatasva artam. Without being properly utilized. Imam, this, deham, 
material body. Virakta, indifferently. <clears throat> Mukta, being freed. Bandhanaha, from all obligations. Avijnata gati, unknown destination. Jayat, one should give up this body. Saha, such a person. Vai, certainly. Dira, undisturbed. Udarataha, is said to be so. Translation of purport by Divine Grace, the AC Bhaktivedanta. Swami Srila Prabhupada Ki. Translation, he is called undisturbed who goes to an unknown remote place and freed from all obligations quits this material, excuse me, quits his material body when it has become useless. Please repeat, he is called undisturbed who goes to an unknown, remote place and freed from all obligations, quits his material body when it has become useless. He is called undisturbed, who goes to an unknown, remote place and freed from all obligations, quits his material body when it has become useless. Purport. Naratam Das Thakur. Thanks, Prabhu. Thank you. Naratam Das Thakur, a great devotee and acharya of the Gaudiya Vaishnava sect, has sung, My Lord, I have simply wasted my life Having obtained the human body, I have neglected to worship your Lordship, and therefore I have willingly drunk poison. In other words, the human body is especially meant for cultivating knowledge of devotional service to the Lord, without which life becomes full of anxieties and miserable conditions. Therefore, one who has spoiled his life without such cultural activities is advised to leave home without knowledge of friends and relatives and being thus freed from all obligations of family, society, country, etc. Give up the body at some unknown destination so that others may not know where and how he has met his death. Dira means one who is not disturbed, even when there is sufficient provocation. One cannot give up a comfortable family life due to his affectionate relation with wife and children. Self-realization is obstructed by such undue affection for family, and if anyone is at all able to forget such a relation, he is called undisturbed or Dira. This is, however, the path of renunciation based on a frustrated life. But stabilization of such renunciation is possible only by association with bona fide saints and self-realized souls by which one can be engaged in the loving devotional service of the Lord. 
Sincere surrender unto the lotus feet of the Lord is possible by awakening the transcendental sense of service. This is made possible by association with pure devotees of the Lord. Diderastar was lucky enough to have a brother whose very association was a source of liberation for this frustrated life. Omagena Tirmandasya Jananjanan Salakaya Chakshu Unmilitam Jena Tazmai Shri Guravena Maha Shri Chaitanya Menobishtam Shapitam Jena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadanti Swapadantikam I was born in the darkest ignorance, and my spiritual master is opening my eyes with the torchlight of knowledge. I offer my humble obeisances unto the dust of his lotus feet. Namo Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prasthaya Bhutale Shrimati Tamo Krishna Goswami Niti Namini Namo Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prasthaya Bhutale Shrimati Bhakti Vedanta Swami Niti Namini Namaste Saraswati Deva Gauravani Pacharani Nirvisesha Sunyavari Pashkatari Shatarani Vanchakalpatarubhaischa Kripasinavasevacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namonamaha Jaisi Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Dvaita Gadadhar Srivasari Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 1, Chapter 13, Text Number 26. Dhritarashtra quits home. So we're reading the continuing story, pastime of Dhritarashtra and his wife who are living in the palace of the Pandavas, taking charity and so much kindness from the personalities who destroyed their lineage, destroyed their offspring, killed all of their sons in battle. And and Dhritarashtra actually even had tried to poison the Pandavas and have them killed with fire through arson. So uh, he's in a, a precarious predicament. He's getting very old. He's losing his hearing. He's already blind. He is... Uh, uh, his his teeth are loosening. All of the signs of old age are there, and he's becoming forgetful, and and he's uh, uh, afraid. He doesn't know what to do, and he's confronted with the material difficulty in front of him. And this is the same situation we all find ourselves in in this material world. We're confronted with difficulties at every moment. And the person who is not disturbed, even when there is provocation, is called dira. So it, it's it's one thing to not to 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 be able to understand the uh, difficulties of the material world and why they're happening, because there's they are Krishna's way of telling us to get out of this material world. Don't try to be comfortable here. Krishna sends us difficulties so that we can surrender to Guru and ask, why is this happening? How do I get out of here? And so, when we know this, and we know why difficulties come, we're, we, we can we cannot be so fearful. We don't have to be so afraid. 
okay, there's a, there's a snowstorm coming. Okay. Should we be afraid? Yes. Yes. Be very afraid. Things could happen. Bad things could happen. <laughs> no. <laughs> things will happen. There's no reason to be afraid or to worry. Worry doesn't do any good. Worrying about something doesn't change the outcome. The outcome will be what it is. But as devotees were trained to know, look at a situation and know how to act in the, in the situation. And if we can change the result in a positive way for Krishna, then we act. If we can't change the situation, then there's nothing for us to worry about. We have to tolerate it. Political situations, strife, world affairs, even affairs of the local government, it's, it's for them to deal with. We have to become equiposed in Christian consciousness. And part of that means being dira or not being disturbed by the difficulties we face with each other, right? We tend to provoke each other, both in personal relationships. If we're married, we have a spouse, we have children. We're always, there's always situations within the family dynamic that are provoking us to uh, become un, uh, uh, untilted or to become upset or to become uh, not dira. It's easy to be disturbed by the comings and goings of family members. And especially when you're on top of each other and you're not getting your usual uh, time apart, which is important, as well as being together then sometimes we provoke each other, right? People know who are close and love each other or, or dear friends or close friends. They know the buttons to push when they want to upset somebody. And some people seem to specialize in this nature. They have this nature of pushing the buttons of other people. They want to see them get upset. Why? Because they themselves are upset inside. They feel they're lacking or something wasn't done for them. Some some envy or selfishness is there, and so they provoke others. And as devotees, we're given this Krishna consciousness philosophy and understanding so that we won't be provoked when people try to push our buttons, whether they be other devotees or loved ones or family members. We are, to, we are called to a higher standard, this standard of dira, of not being disturbed, even when there is sufficient provocation. That's a hard one, isn't it? Because you say, well, but someone's provoking me. That justifies me responding in kind. Getting upset too. Someone's upset with me, so I'm allowed to get upset with them because, of course, they're not right. But uh, what if they are right? <laughs> right or wrong, we should remain undisturbed. We should uh, attempt to calm the person down and one of the best ways to thwart someone who's trying to push your buttons is, is to not let them push the button. Even if they try to upset you, if you remain calm, then pretty quickly they give up. And that kind of a person will go and try to find someone else they can harass, push their buttons, right? So uh, this is the situation. We can actually become not disturbed even when we're provoked. Sufficient provocation. I thought that was really um, astonishing. Srila Prabhupada says that in the purport. And 
Srila Prabhupada is helping us to understand the situation that Dhritarashtra is in because he's, uh, uh, the, the verse is, he is called undisturbed who goes to an unknown remote place and freed from all obligations, quits his material body when it has become useless. This is there for all of us. This is there right now for Dhritarashtra in this pastime. And he's very fortunate, as Srila Prabhupada points out, that he has the association of a pure devotee like his brother Vidura. Vidura Prabhu is uh, so fortunate that so fortunate that by this association he was going to receive liberation for this frustrated life. He's going to receive instruction from his brother. And his brother has made himself perfect from traveling to holy places and hearing from uh, pure devotees. He's become a pure devotee too. And this is true for all of us. We should become pure devotees the way Srila Prabhupada was a pure devotee. And we can't ever be Srila Prabhupada, but if we follow in his footsteps and we learn from his teachings and we follow his instructions, we can be empowered by Srila Prabhupada and Guru Parampara who are empowered by Krishna to preach Krishna consciousness and to give Krishna to others. This is the goal. This is the point. This is the reason Srila Prabhupada founded this international society for Krishna consciousness so that we will have association of pure devotees and we can give that association to the world and save this planet. Everyone has to become guru and save this planet, save their neighborhood, save their city, state, town, universe. This is the Sankirtan movement of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and he states this very clearly. Become guru and save this land. Save the people who you meet. Tell them about Krishna and give them this unlimitedly merciful movement, this ISKCON, which is the Sankirtan movement of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, which is so special and so unique. And it's dynamic and it's full of pleasure and it's full of spiritual uh, joy and bliss on a level which we can scarcely imagine. We can sense it when we do kirtan together. We chant and dance. We honor prasad. It's wonderful. The relationships that we form with with devotees are are our lifeline. It's our our what keep us alive, keeps us alive and nourishes us in Krishna consciousness and helps us to go forward. And to tolerate the difficulties of the material world, right? The difficulties are there. Uh, the anxiety, the miserable conditions, uh, the body begins to deteriorate. And Dhritarashtras is, is doing this. And yet, he doesn't know what to do. He's, he's, he's in the palace. He's accepting the charity. He's even accepting the charity of Bhima, who killed his number one son, Duryodhan, who very rightly so needed killing and Bhima was able to do that by Krishna's special mercy. And Krishna, does Krishna just intercede for Bhima, for Arjuna? No, he intercedes in our lives daily. Krishna is, 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 is a fixture. He's a 
He's a tremendous part of everyone's life. And you say, well, you know, we're not Pandavas. You know, we're not confronting a, a cataclysmic, earth-shattering event or the battle of Kurukshetra. It doesn't matter. Your battles are just as important and just as difficult for you every day as they were for Arjuna and Bhima and Yudhisthira. And so their example is divine and their example is uh, perfect. And Krishna has given us their example in order for us to learn how to confront our own problems and difficulties. So it's not too much to say that the 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 things that Bhima, the, the things that Krishna did to help the Pandavas, he's doing for us. How did we make it this far in our lives? Everyone who's listening now has has had tremendous success in the material world. Just being alive is a tremendous is a tremendous uh, achievement. Sometimes, right? There's so many people they don't even get out of the womb, and they're killed, they're aborted, they're murdered. Before they're, they're, they're even, uh, outside of their mother's womb. Then there's the difficulties of, of the material world. Surviving childbirth, surviving, uh, being a child in a difficult situation. So what makes it different? Well, it's our karma, of course, you can say that, but what is it, who helps us with our karma so much? Krishna, right? Krishna doesn't want to just see us suffer our karma, if we become a little bit inclined to him, even a little bit interested in him, doesn't, didn't it? Didn't Krishna just take over and help you so much when whatever other religion, if you weren't born in Hare Krishna or you weren't born a Hindu, if you were born in some other religion, didn't Krishna help us so much with the people we met who are spiritually inclined and with the scriptures that we got from other religions? Krishna's in there. Of course, a lot of them have been changed and adulterated. And that happens. So Krishna says, well, I come again and again to teach this knowledge. And, and Krishna doesn't just leave us, you know, stranded, you know, uh, 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 on, a, on a desert island with no hope of spiritual understanding, spiritual realization. He sends so many souls to help us. You know, just think of uh, all of the, the, the books that we read, the music we listened to, the songs we heard that had uh clues that had that 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 really assisted us in Krishna consciousness to get to this George Harrison's my sweet lord it's it's still played on the radio even today you know millions of times a week people are hearing that song even now so many years later and they're hearing the Hare Krishna Mahamantra. and this is so purifying cuz Krishna's name is non different from him it's so astonishing to, to understand even a little bit of my own tiny understanding of how Krishna is His name and to just hear Krishna's name. We can make this planet a paradise. That's not what our goal is. Our goal is to help persons understand who they are in relationship to the Lord. And to do that, they have to chant Hare Krishna. They have to read these books. And we have to read these books. So we, we, we should, we should, uh, be grateful for, for how we came to this movement. All of the help that we had. Krishna is, is, is certainly behind all of it. Everything. Krishna is everything. He created everything. He's in it, but he's aloof. He's apart at the same time. 
Krishna is uh, uh, absent in many people's hearts because of the difficulties they're suffering, and they harden their heart. They 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 become greedy or envious, which is uh, becoming overly attached to the modes of material nature. As devotees, we recognize that that people are just acting in these modes of material nature, goodness, passion, and ignorance. And all the problems and, 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 and good things that come out of that are just that. They're material and they come out of the modes. So we are called upon to rise above the modes of material nature, to not be affected so much. And if we know that, that these, these, these things that are bothering us, these difficulties are causing us to act in a way that's not beneficial to others or ourselves, we, we have to see that as the modes working against us, working to keep us enslaved in illusion. Because when we're Krishna conscious, we don't care. It's not that we don't care. We always care, but we don't, we, we see things as they are. We see that this is just the modes of material nature acting. Devotees have difficulties with each other. We have difficulties with persons in the outside world. We have difficulties with our job, or we have difficulties with our car, or, or other family members who aren't devotees, or family members who are devotees. It's constant. It's a constant battle. So after a while of dealing with this for so long, it, it, it should start to become clear to me, I, I wish it was clearer, you know, how temporary, and how a lot of this is just the modes of material nature. But if you're trying your best to do things for Krishna, then Krishna spiritualizes your efforts and you get credit for trying. So that's really what it's all about. We have to try. We have to try to be Krishna conscious. We have to try to get along with each other better. We have to be dira. And even when there's sufficient provocation, we don't get upset. Just think how amazing that is. And I've seen this with some advanced devotees because I've been the one trying to provoke them, right? And so they don't get upset. And then you start to see, ah, this is, this is, a, this is a position I'd like to attain. I'd like to be at this level that even when provoked sufficiently and rightly or wrongly provoked, you don't respond in kind. You learn to just take things in stride and take it on the chin a little bit. And, and if somebody wants to chew on you, you let them chew a little bit and then they go away. But you can help them when they see and, and when other people see that example, you set that example for others, they're uh, they're affected by it. Right. And they become they want to become more Krishna conscious. They, they want to uh, uh, attain this level of peace as well, because we all want peace. We all want comfort. We all want enjoyment. And all of that is provided for in the Krishna consciousness movement in a spiritual way. So we begin to uh, do these things and we think that it's hard or difficult or, or we're denying ourselves pleasure. But what we're really doing is, is, is accessing a greater spiritual pleasure that's there. If we give up the material, we give up the uh, attachment to the material modes of nature and to sense gratification, we can really honestly become more, more pleased, more, uh, peaceful, more get more enjoyment from the spiritual activities of the Hare Krishna movement. And Prabhupada knew this and he knew that it would it would overwhelm our desire for material enjoyment. 
And we would just want the spiritual. And so we've seen this in the leadership of our movement. We've seen it in the gurus of who are disciples of Srila Prabhupada and in the grand disciples of Srila Prabhupada who have become advanced. We can see that they have understood this knowledge and they are living their lives in such a way. And what, what, what happens when we get to the end of our life, we don't want to just have spent the whole time trying to enjoy ourselves, even if we're in Krishna consciousness as, as devotees. We don't want to dovetail our spiritual activities in, in service of Maya. You know, we don't really, you know, and, and that's a subtle thing and it's a hard lesson to learn. But it's like drinking poison our whole life, you know, and not, and neglecting to worship Krishna. You know, this is what Nartam Das Thakur laments in his song. I've simply wasted my life. We don't want to be that way. We don't want to waste our life, but it, it's really easy to do that, even as devotees, because time is flying by. It's just flying by. And pretty soon you're going to get older, faster than you can imagine. If you already are old, then you know. So, Again, if if we are older, we're not older, and, and we know how fast time is going by, why do we want to waste any more time? Not even one more, not one more day, not one more minute, not one more hour. No, don't waste any time. Let's be Krishna conscious. Now we know what we have to do. And it's just a matter of having the strength to do it. We're in the deep, dark well. We've fallen in this well. There's a little tiny drop of water. We open our mouth all day long to get one mouthful of water to keep us alive but then the rope comes down and we say we say well i'm I'm a little tired i'm gonna rest a little before i grab onto this rope to be pulled out of the well i mean how silly is that isn't it isn't it isn't it ignorant to not grab the rope well grabbing the rope means being krishna conscious and doing the things that we know will get us out of this well this deep dark well Associating with others, coming to the temple, tolerating the difficulties in doing that, and 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 being dira, you know, not being uh, being uh, uh, not disturbed even when there's sufficient provocation. We can do this. We have to be intelligent and use our intelligence, and not let the modes overwhelm us. Our mind is controlled by our intelligence. We can't let our mind just accept and reject all day long because then it just fights everything. It's either happy, it loves something, or it hates something, right? I love this, I hate this. It's, it's, that's all the mind can do. So you have to use the intelligence, which is above the mind, to control the mind. And the intelligence has to be nourished with the, with chanting Hare Krishna, with reading these books. The, 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 the Srimad Bhagavatam is, is, is unparalleled. It's unbelievable to, to sit and read the Bhagavatam, just a couple verses. How much Srila Prabhupada has, has packed this full of spiritual nourishment, of spiritual understanding. And so his purports are so valuable to understand the text. And so we're all getting one day where either some of us are closer, some are not, but, but we'll face it one day old age. And so, uh, someone who's free when you get older, you need to be free from your obligations. You need to quit because you're going to quit your material body. Do you want to still be working right up until the moment of death? No. You want to, you want to, uh, plan your life in such a way that at the end of your life, 
You're not overly uh, obligated to family, society, country. And you can go somewhere and give up the body in an unknown destination so that others don't know where and how you met your death. Now, that part you may not want to do. We have loved ones. We want them to know when we've left. But if you're really very advanced, you really become completely detached. And... uh that's there, and that's that's allowable. Josh, you should article the Chenji key. So, um, but the point, the real point in that is is not just you know to go somewhere and die alone. The, the point is to not be attached to uh, the comfortable family life and be trying to hang on, you know, at the at the at the fag end of life, at the very uh, butt end. There's barely anything left. But, but trying to hang on to this little tiny clump of 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 what's left of attachment and enjoyment. There's nothing wrong with with being affectionate to wife and children, even in old age. In fact, you must be. But we shouldn't be overly attached. We shouldn't be attached in the way that prevents us from being Krishna conscious, because we can give us a association, even when we must, when we're older, help the younger and give association but in a Krishna conscious way, not in an enjoying way, and being dira, not being disturbed by provocations of those persons. The, uh, the path of renunciation is based on a frustrated life. You know, you should be frustrated in this life because if you're just trying to enjoy yourself and you're under the modes, it is frustrating. So renunciation is there. And stabilization of such renunciation is possible by the association of devotees, bona fide saints, self-realized souls, by which one can be engaged in the loving devotional service of the Lord. We cannot do devotional service without an instruction manual, without a guidebook. And the guidebook's provided by the spiritual master, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Shudra Prabhupada Ki Jai, Prabhupada and Prabhupada's disciples are our masters and our gurus and our instructors. Prabhupada didn't come to do this by himself. He came to instruct others. And those, uh, and then some of those others would become advanced and they would also instruct others. It's not supposed to stop with Srila Prabhupada. No guru parampara ever stopped at one acharya. And our our line doesn't stop with Sri Prabhupada. We have Sri Prabhupada has disciples who became gurus, and those gurus train up other gurus, and it goes on. And then you can join the line of Sri. You can get hooked up to Sri Prabhupada. You become get a spiritual master, surrender, and do service, and 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 be instructed by that spiritual master. If they're a disciple of Sri Prabhupada, then you're plugged in to the Guru Parampara with Srila Prabhupada and the Brahma Madhva Gaudiya Sampradaya. And it is it is uh the 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 best movement for the people of this time right now in this age. You say, well I can go somewhere else. Why? It, it's right here in front of you. <laughs> Accept it. <laughs> you know, it's 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 that simple. You don't have to try to go to India and find somebody else. You don't have to, you don't have to try to read a lot of books to figure this out and make sure it's the right thing. You know, if that's in your heart, then I guess you have to deal with that. That's a sad thing. But 
really fight it, you know. Don't let your intellect tell you you have to go anywhere else or read anything else or do anything else. Everything is there. Prabhupada, if you read Prabhupada's Bhagavad Gita and Prabhupada's purpose for his Srimad Bhagavatam, they are stunning. Prabhupada put so much into the, the, his purports. It's, it's, it's all there constantly. And, and they're, 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 they're little statements of spiritual truth, but they go deep and they, 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 they open up into this huge body of the knowledge of Guru and Krishna and their relationships. And that's what it's all about, our relationship. We want to know who we are in relationship to Krishna. And we that will be revealed to us if we per, if we perform devotional service. And when we become pure devotees, the spiritual master will reveal who we are in relationship to Krishna with, from within our heart. So we don't have to try to find this from someone else. Some bogus guru will say, well, I'll tell you who you are in relationship to Krishna. And uh, this is not accepted for this age, this Siddha Pranali. Obviously, it's out there, but can you trust the person that tells you that? Do you really believe them? Oh, they're very advanced. They're pure devotee. Well, maybe they are, but you know, are you sure? <laughs> I wouldn't want to take a chance. Especially when we have A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada's teachings, and he teaches us, on the order of his own Guru Maharaj, we don't do Siddha Pranali. We don't, we don't find out who we are before we're purified. We become purified first. Then we find out who we are in relationship to Krishna. Otherwise, you will, you will, it'll be like throwing your pearls before swine. What do, what do swine, what do pigs do with pearls? They don't have a clue what to do with a pearl. They'll try to chew on it. They'll destroy it. They'll eat it. They'll crush it. The pearls will be crushed under their hooves, right? They'll be destroyed. So you don't give pearl-like uh, uh, science, wonderful uh, realizations or understandings. You don't throw that before the, someone that can't understand it, <laughs> you know, someone that can't digest it. You know, you, you have to be ready. You, you have to be have to have a certain level of desire. Uh, that's manifest spiritually by your practices for so many years. Because if you just join and, and, and a month or two years later, okay, let's tell you who you are in relationship to Krishna. Well, it's still not gelled yet. Your Krishna conscious, your deep devotion, your deep commitment really hasn't gelled yet because so many people come here, they stay for some time, then they leave because they still want to enjoy sense gratification. They're still under the modes of material nature and they need more time out, away. We don't give up on them. We don't call them names. We don't criticize them. We want them back because they're wonderful, uh, amazing personalities that for whatever reason had to had to get something out of their system. They have a Narta's deep-seated, unwanted, dirty things. And sometimes to get rid of those things, difficulties are there for those persons. And so we accept that anyone who's come to Krishna consciousness and, and understood even the most basic principle or just understood in the most basic way that Krishna consciousness is what I want and it's where it's at. Anyone that's, that's, that's even just remotely touched that concept is special. And even if they can't maintain it or they're having problems while they're trying to get to there, even now, we should still see those persons as special, wonderful, pure devotees because they're on the perfect path. They may they may divert from the path occasionally or they may 
make a big diversion, but we know one day they'll come back. And, and day by day, we have to do this too because we're constantly doing the same thing. Minute by minute, we're not being Krishna conscious. We're diverting from the path. I want to do something else, Lord. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Blah, blah, blah. And then at, at the end, you well, I lost a whole day. I didn't do anything for Krishna. You know, why is that? We have to be, uh, we, we, we have to focus and make it our goal. Our minds will run away with us. They're uncontrollable. You know, Arjuna said, Krishna, it's easier to control the wind than my mind. And Krishna says, yes, it is. It is easier to control the wind than your own mind. But you, the way you have to do that is by beginning to practice Krishna consciousness now. I will tell you this knowledge. And knowing this knowledge, you can control yourself. <laughs> so it's the only way. It's the only way, and, and, and really what does that mean? It means that the knowledge, you have to try to, to be getting the knowledge, and then the mercy of the giver of the knowledge has to be there to give you the control. You have to get the mercy of the pure devotee to get the mercy of Krishna, to get this power, to get this ability to control yourself, to get out of the material world. It only comes from the mercy of the spiritual master and the mercy of the devotees who are pure devotees and who are very pleased with your effort. They see you. They help each other. They're, they they please each other. They see each other. We see this with Prabhupada's God brothers. They're very close and dear to each other. And so they spend time associating, talking, and they give each other mercy in, in the form of loving exchanges that nurture them and also that uh, Krishna is pleased to see that one devotee is 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 praising another devotee and is and is is accepting their shelter and mercy and help and association and loving inner 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 interchange inner exchanges loving exchanges. That is what it's about. So if you're not doing that now, you're not getting that. You're missing out on what Krishna consciousness really means. Don't wait until you're older, and then you have to go off alone and die in the forest on your own. You know, no, don't. When His Holiness Gunagrai Maharaj left his body, it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. He had 30 devotees around him in Vrindavan. They're doing massive kirtan. And, and every so often, Bibi Govinda Maharaj would go up to his ear and, and shout in his ear, you know, Krishna. <laughs> they were all in ecstasy. And Maharaj was leaving his body. He was moments away from leaving his body. And he had all of these... Friends, devotees, disciples, loved ones, well-wishers, everyone there with him to give him that send-off to Krishna consciousness. And so this is what we want. We don't want to get to the end of our life and not have the mercy of the devotees, you know, and be able to uh, associate with them in a loving way. Because life is frustrating, but it doesn't have to be. Thank you so much. Srimad Bhagavatam Ki. Srila Prabhupada Ki.